This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it. As we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Good morning. This is Paul Kenny. Uh, Bogart's on assignment. I'm with my good friend Glenn Pye from Associate, Associate from um, Glory Days. We're live from the laundry room, uh, so a lot of stuff happens. Some background noises are actually happening, just like that. This is a show of information. We're going to tell you stuff. At the end of this show, you're going to be smarter. At the end of the show, you're going to tell us stuff. We're going to be smarter as well. But it's a show when, um, where you get to call in about your stuff. Now, Glenn's going to add, tell you about that right now. Well, first of all, I want to congratulate all our, our listeners in upstate New York and Canadian Buffalo Bills fans. The Bills have advanced to the AFC Championship. Yeah, we can't since, go to the game. Since, no, we can't, but we can watch it. But it's the first time they've been there since they won four AFC Championships in a row and, of course, lost four Super Bowls. But maybe a little <laughs> better this time. And uh, so call in. All the lines are open right now. Locally, 416. 416- Three six zero zero seven four zero out of town one eight six six seven four zero four seven four zero. We're on seven forty AM ninety six seven FM uh, live streaming on zoomerradio.ca and Paul's store of course is at ten three forty one Young Street in Richmond Hill and we're at twenty six Ripley Avenue in Swansea area of Etobicoke in Toronto, and just down the street from the Cheese Boutique at number 45, which I'll be talking about a little later. I had a nice visit there, and I got lots of great information. I got questions about that. Yeah, well, it'll have to wait. Okay. Now, here's a list of some of the things that we're interested in. Sports items, cards, equipment, programs, photos, autographs, documents, pennants, music, rock. Paul's going to be talking about that a little later. Posters, vinyl, autographs, equipment, programs, tickets, tour shirts. Gold, silver, coins, paper, currency, vintage toys, vintage comics, watches, jewelry, old clocks, vintage purses and other women's accessories, perfume bottles, etc., circus, carnival, arcade items, vintage china, dishes, tea services, royal dolphins and other figurines, Hollywood, political, military memorabilia, old books, maps, documents, calendar, scrapbooks, postcards, stock certificates. Don't throw out any old paper till you've talked to us. Uh, vintage photographs and old camera equipment, vintage beer, wine, liquor bottles, trays, signs, ashtrays, all related to uh, distillers and breweries, automobile collectibles, manuals, brochures, Canadian tire items, gas station, oil company items, art, prints, any other antiquities, vintage hunting, fishing, and other outdoor sports, autographs of any kind, and Paul's favorite, the Garden Gnome. The Garden Gnome, that. No, $2 million for a garden gnome. Yeah. Why do you find one of those in your basement? Well, I see one out here oh. back, and it's worth $2. Okay. So just take off six zeros. The reason that that's worth $2 million is because his sisters 
threw away the other 11 in the set. And it was made in gold. No, it wasn't. You it melted was... it down. No, it you wasn't. melt down garden oak? It was a rock. It was a rock. It was a rock. Hold on. I'm going to bring you a rock. You give me $50 for it. You can have it. No, no. I would. This is that guy this week, he lost 200 He's coming to terms with losing $220 million in Bitcoin. Hey, so I won't be on the show the next few weeks. I'm going to be digging through a dump in Scotland to find his uh, hard drive. And when I get it, he's going to give me a quarter of what he lost, which I think the quarter was $200 million. Well, was it? Okay. Well, of course. Is bitcoins is worth a hundred thousand last week? It's worth thirty eight million this week. It's, okay, uh, now, it's a little head, crazy. You have it on your computer. Yeah. So if my house burns down. My house and my computer's in my house, and my bitcoins are on my computer. What happens to them? I mean, how many do you have? <laughs> yeah, none. But anyways, but I, I don't know. It doesn't sound like a good theory, but the chance of that happening is very rare. But I could lose a lot if I had them. You possibly could. Also, I wanted to mention, I, I visited one of our great listeners. I know you know Elaine on Bathurst. Hey, 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 hey. Lovely lady. We did it all outside. Worked out very nicely. And I bought some Honest Ed and Royal Alex memorabilia offer amongst a few other items. And just want to say it was a pleasure dealing with her. And she said... She hasn't called me back to say she likes dealing with you yet. Sure, I'm gonna she find loves out. you. She thinks you're a very nice man. She I'm, says I'm much bigger in person. See? I'm much smarter in person. You're, no, but I'm you're small. You're small. Okay. So but that was that that was great. I mean, I, I'm still stuck in the two hundred and twenty million dollars gone. I know. Well, we have to go to the farm. You must have let a read, read a good list today. Because look at all these people calling in. That's true. Okay, we still have a lot of calls. calls. Yes. We'll go to uh what, do we have one ready? Denise in Vineland? Are you there, Denise? We didn't go. Okay. We, might, we might have made that a little early. I, I've been dealing. I bought some a collection of Blue Jay uh, unused opening day tickets yesterday and uh, off a lady out Whitby, Teresa. And it was great. We're very happy with the tickets we got. Her father was a big uh, fan and a lifelong season ticket holder of the Jays and the Leafs. And, uh, he went to the opening game, but he didn't use a few of the tickets. So obviously yeah. I was able to, one ticket was used, obviously probably the one he sat in, and there was four other tickets, so I was able to give her some money. But I've been dealing with her subsequently. She said she has some other stuff, and her pictures are outstanding. When she sends us something, and if people want to get a good appraisal, and we're happy to do these for free over the phone when yeah. people send us stuff. I've got another one to talk about later that I did last night. But she sends a picture of every angle, from the top, from the bottom. Then she closes in on the uh, markings or trademarks or anything like that, which is what you need. And I mean, I showed you those pictures last night. You knew immediately what yeah. it was worth. And I've already got a, a bunch of them from her this morning that we'll look through a little later. And I had a gentleman last night um, about a Beatles ticket, but I'll wait to talk about that until you get into your rock. Okay. But we can go to Denise now in Vineland who has original Barbie pen. And she also has some Beatles albums. Are you there, Denise? Yes, I am. Hi, how are you? Great. How are you doing? Good, good, thank you. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going through things, purging, because I'm downsizing, and I've kept my original Barbie doll, Ken doll, Skipper. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. And as I said, the, the Barbie doll is stamped on the back in Roman numerals, 1958. It's a redhead, okay. and Ken is stamped... Uh, Sixty, sixty. Yeah, um, Skipper is sixty-three. Okay, I know too much about these for a guy. On um, the Ken doll, if you've got Barbie, Ken, and Skipper, the Ken and Skipper came out later. And assuming that you bought them all around the same time, 
you might have a later um, edition of the Barbie. Now, the first ones, it depends if the legs bend, depends on what kind of hair it had. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot of different things because they use the same uh, mark on it. It's on the rear end of the Barbie where you can find right. out what the date is from. You know, exactly. I almost think it almost looks weird when my daughter collected Barbie and she'd bring them up to me and I'm at a, a toy show and here I am looking at the rear ends of little Barbie dolls and people yeah, think I know. <laughs> Denise, yeah. what year did you say was on the Roman numerals? On Barbie, 58. Was it around in 58? 58, 59. Yeah, I know, I, I was surprised. I looked as hard as I could, um, you know, if it was 59, it would have had, I believe, a 1X at the end, and this has got three, like, I, I, I. So yeah, I was a bit so surprised to see that, too. But maybe they made it then and didn't launch it till 59. I don't know. No, no, they did launch it. There's different marks that are made in Japan. We'd actually have to, here you have to bring it in. I have to actually see it. Well, what's a range of a 58 Barbie if it's a nice shape, say? Um, between 5 and 10 grand. What? Yeah, what do you think? Wow, people you might have, you better do some more cleaning around there. You no. might have some other amazing well, stuff. I think yours is going to be from 63 or 64. Well, I would have a 58 Roman because, numeral on it. No, unless if you bought Is that a trademark date? Yeah, think? no, that's a date, yeah, because it has to be exported into the United States. But the, the idea that you have, do you have the boxes as well? Uh, I have the skipper box. I believe I have the original Barbie case with her clothes still downstairs in one of my bins. I haven't it's seen it yet. I haven't looked for it. But the black one when she's in the striped bathing suit, and I've got that. Can you send us any pictures of that? I can, yes. I, I Yeah, I was going to send you a picture of several things okay, um, that I thought might be that. of interest, but I, I didn't have your email address. So. I have to give out my new email address today. Yeah, yeah, you forget it half time. But anyways, we'll talk about this. Anyone listening as well can text us okay. uh, during the show, and we'll give them uh, our idea on the value of the item at 416-580-9256. So, Denise, okay. you could also text us at that number if you want. I can, yeah. Okay. And uh, we'll, we'll, I'll show it with Paul as well, and we'll go through them and see uh, what the value is. But We'll never get to a specific number till we actually have them in hand. Check yeah, the I know. Mm-hmm. We, we can give you a pretty good idea. Okay, I understand. I have a few interesting albums, too. Now, he also um, has Beatle albums. I know Paul. Yeah, Beatle the original Beatles, Beatles several of them. And uh, one that is um, by the Staccatos and the Guess Who. It was called A Wild Pair. And that's back in 64 or something like that, before they were famous and of course the staccatos changed their name but yeah i've got that as well yeah that might be worth more than the beatles album yeah oh my goodness and things from my parents you know collector's editions from the great band era um the music man things like that i i dave nichols original signature wines from his first um uh, batch that he did from the Napa Valley. I've got framed pictures of 30s and 40s Hollywood um, movie stars. One of them, I believe, is an original from Gone with the Wind. It's got writing on the back. Now, what I'm going to say, we are going to have, and this is get to plug our, we're doing a rock and roll and movie entertainment auction coming up, and we're going to be taking consignments, or you can out and out sell it to us, okay? This is going to be coming up in the next couple in the next couple of months. We're going to be working on it hard. So this okay. is not just you, but everyone else who's out there. The same thing. Now, if you send us off pictures, now this is something you sound like you have a, uh, so much stuff that we should talk to you off the air. 
Uh, you can mm-hmm. leave your number with uh, Brandon, the producer, today, or I did, yeah. you send us mm-hmm. pictures. We'll get back to you on it, and we can get you the information on the Barbies. Now, you might have, do you have any of the old Beatles cards? No? Beatles okay. card? No, cards. They, no, trading they, cards. Trading cards. No, you used to no I don't have the trading cards, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, if you send us some pictures of what you have, we'll communicate with you on uh, some of the values. And if you do want to sell it, we'll make sure we can make you a fair offer. Well, thank you very much. Can I get an email address, though, from Brandon oh, when we go one off air? Give his new email address. It is okay. Get a pen and paper. Make sure they Sorry, both, yeah. both start again. Um, T Gold Silver Coins at gmail.com because we've switched over to the Shopify, the Canadian. We've gone Canadian with Shopify, but we didn't realize we had to change so much stuff. So that email, for other people out there who want to send pictures, T, the letter T like for Tom, T, gold, silver, coins, all one word, at gmail.com. Thanks for the call. So the coins with an S on the end of it? Yeah, with an S. Yeah. Okay, good. Thank you. Thank you. I'll stay online. Thank you very much. Thanks. You might have a lot of stuff. Well, it sounds like she's got some great items. We've got Hal in Kitchener who has a piano he'd like to talk to us about. Okay. Sorry about your luck, Hal. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, just uh, wondering if it's worth anything. It's a Sicilian out of Toronto, and it's stamped on inside. It says it was made 1888. (laughs) So, I don't know. my, My parents had it. I'm 86 years old. My parents had it. I got it after they passed away. Okay. And I've had Can it for, I don't know, 40, 50 years myself. The information. Now, how do you, that if you can send me off the name on this, I can do this later on because Sicilian? my talk. Now, your piano sounds good. but You don't know the Sicilian name? You don't know no. that one? No, I don't. I apologize. Because mostly when I look at a piano or Bogart looks at a piano, we just think heavy work. And a lot of times... Oh, yeah. It was it was hard to get it in here. It's even harder to get it out in one piece. Way back. Yeah, probably yeah. so. And um, there are collectible pianos, and yours might be one. Typically, I tell people to donate them. In the city of Toronto, where places are so small now, you can't give away pianos unless they have some oh. good collectability yeah. associated with it. They're basically even if it's over a hundred years old and it's upright well, and it's in yes, super them, good shape. It's an upright. It's an upright. Uh, that's not as good. But yep, it's really some, fancy. Even some, even some of the hundred-year-old ones get thrown in the garbage because they're just too big and they're not in good condition. Now, if it's really good condition, that's a different thing. But perfect Seattle, condition, perfect. Yeah, but unless you're lucky, and Paul yeah. will do this research for you. The odds are it's worth very little, but it's still not okay. worth throwing out. It's got some collectability, but yeah, there well, no, I'll just keep it then and, and fiddle yeah. around with it. I I, oh, I play yeah. a little bit on it once in a while, but nothing Enjoy. much major. Yeah, that's the best thing to do. But definitely, if you want to send a picture to Paul or me, we can get back to you with the approximate value. Sure. You know, what about a finger sewing machine? Uh, if it's a featherweight, which weighs twenty-two old, pounds, old, comes old a little black style with the pedal, the floor pedal. So, um, their furniture, a hundred dollars. My wife's okay. in the background saying, "Me, me." No, yeah, I'm not. Nice drawers on the side and in the middle. Yep. Nice drawers on the side and the middle. It's a yeah, nice piece of furniture. Yeah, it's as nice as sold all kinds of these through the locker business and whatever. Yeah. He's had tons come up. 
Yeah, they're not rare. The Singer sewing machines were really well made. They last forever. Oh, okay? yeah. But they're and now they're nice looking, The ones that, are wa- that people want are the ones that come in the little black boxes. They make them, use them for making quilts. And because they're portable and they weigh 22 pounds. Oh, your yeah, your no. Singer machine is very nice, but yeah. I can't ship it anywhere. Okay, so the big and ones are worth coming out to stop. Yep. Yeah. Okay. okay. Well, oh, thank you. Yeah, thank no you. problem, buddy. Take care. Business that I wouldn't want to be in right now. Ticket scalping. Uh, piano. What? You thinking of making a career change? I no, think you'd no. be good in ticket scalping. No, but the jobs that are not really good right now. Shoplifters. Where do they go? No, no. Shoplifters. Yeah, shoplifting's out of fashion now. On, um, but even selling pianos. Or a tour guide. I've got my resume into a piano company right now to be their head of marketing. Should I not be doing that? We're going to discuss this during the break. But when we come back, we're going to be talking to Rick and gold prices, silver prices, and why you should use us. Give out the phone number. Pretend this is a job. Give out the phone number. An unpaid job. An unpaid job. 416-360-0740. Out of town, one 866 Seven four zero four seven four zero, or text us at 416-580-9256. We'll go to break. Your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it. The highest paid prices for old silver coins and gold jewelry are at Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins. So the only number you should have in your head is this one. 905-737-GOLD. Toronto Gold, Silver, and Coins buys and sells. So what does a bar of bullion go for these days? Wrong question. What's it going for right now? For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD. Watching Sam at work, you're reminded of mom's home cooking. Make it from scratch, never from a box. Mom would always say that. Having cabinets built by new generation is a lot like that. Because when you love what you do as much as Sam does, and you're as good at it as Sam is, would you serve your family prefab? New Generation Kitchens and Bathrooms of Guelph. Made with love. From scratch. Call 519-836-8300 and meet Sam at his family-run factory. Oh, here we are. Back live from the laundry room. One of the problems of doing this show live from the laundry room is my wife listens to the show, which she doesn't admit to, but she's listening right now, and she says to me she wants a sewing machine. I told her not to get one of these old sewing machines. She wants a new sewing machine. So I know some of my clients. She did say she's going to make all your clothes from now on. They're darn my socks as well. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this. Okay, so that was, that's like I say, Lord Life Alarm. If you've got questions, you want to... Know what something is worth. We're going to talk about different things today. You better go to Rick. He's been patiently waiting there. Well, okay, Rick. Yes. Rick, how are you doing? Good morning, gentlemen. Yes, I'm waiting here patiently. Great show. You guys sound great as usual. And uh, just before you went off to break, you said something why people should use us. Well, I've got the perfect answer for that because we get things done. Um, yeah. Now, we've come into a, a, the perfect time of year to list your home. And I'm going to tell you why. Number one is that the holidays are over and done with now. People have other things to think about. And I know we're going through this thing in history right now, but there's this huge shortage right now in good real estate, even in bad real estate. There's nothing available, very little available. So it's really important to get us out there, Paul, at this point to evaluate their homes. Uh, Because, you know, uh, the market is always changing. You know, what's true today might not be true a month from now. 
It yeah. might not have been true a month ago. Uh, right now, prices are up. We can get people good money. I mean, we get people more money than anyone else at the best of times, no matter what. But more so now because there's indeed a shortage of real estate. And if people are thinking about selling their homes, they need to get us there. Not only do we go in and evaluate, evaluate their homes, but we help them out. We tell them how to increase and improve the value of their home. The number one way of doing that is to declutter. And you come in with that, Paul. We help either sell or dispose or store their stuff. We do whatever we have to do to get the sale done and get them more money because we get them the exposure. Now, speaking of exposure, we have to talk about something I've got coming up this week, Paul, and I mentioned it to you last week. We got yeah. this amazing, amazing building lot. There's a house on it, but it's a perfect lot to build your dream home on it because it has 125 feet of frontage. Imagine that. Where are you going to find that? And and it's in booming Nobleton. Nobleton is the place to be now, Paul, because you're like seven minutes north of Kleinberg, and you're only like five to seven minutes away from the 400. It's the place to be. If you're out of town, so you're not paying the two taxes that you would pay in Toronto. And you're getting this huge building lot to build your dream home or renovate the existing home that's there. That's totally up to you. But it's definitely a builder's dream or, or an investor's dream or a, a renovator's dream or even a first-time buyer because, you know, uh, we're priced right. Now, we're not going to reveal the price just yet or the address, but it's walking distance to downtown Nobleton. So you're close to the shops, the shopping, uh, the small little restaurants that are there once they reopen. Uh, everything is there. It's the place people want to move to. It is an absolutely stunning piece of property. Oh, no, but wait a minute. Rick, you just said something really important. This isn't a lot that's 125, but you said 73 or something like that. So that Close means 80 you feet, your yeah. whole house on one floor. I'm looking at these McMansions. I drive these build-ups downtown, and they're like mm-hmm. four stories high. That means a guy like me has to go up four flights of stairs. Unless yes. I put an elevator. guy like you, what are the rest of the Yes, and, and, and then you're completely out of breath by the time you get up there, yes. No, but yes. bungalows, everything <laughs> on one level has got to be, as we get a little older, I don't want to do stairs anymore. I might do elevators. Right. But not, I don't really like doing stairs all the time. No, no. Like, so you can build home, you can move from your house in, in Toronto that's on 19 different levels and move out and yep. build a house that's all on one level and enjoy it. Not have to enjoy get up and more because, ah, well, I have to walk all the way upstairs or downstairs. Okay, now, right. so the important thing as well is that we declutter and we have, you've got stuff in your house. I know, you know, a lot of people call me and they say, uh, I'd like to move, but it's going to take me six months to move to get all this stuff. We can do a right. house, get it ready for sale in one week. Yeah. Now, people don't realize this. A lot of it is just the rethinking of it. We have a system in there. Mm-hmm. We get not that we throw everything out like some of these places. We get it done one week. We the stuff that's worth money. We sell the stuff that's been disposed of, and you get to keep what you want. It's still your stuff, but we give you our best advice. And exactly. this is what we are consultants. Like well, we're going to go in later on. A lot of people. I'm actually smarter in, than I am on the show. I mean, on the, the TV show for sure. And Glenn is yes. here because he actually knows this stuff. And we're going to talk yeah. about how we actually know it from touch and feel and see it. We're not people mm-hmm. just, oh, it's on the computer. Here's what it is. We actually yeah. have lived it and done it, and we know what it is. And so you yeah. are, you're out there working these houses. You're not just going out and sticking a mm-hmm. sign on their lawn and walking no. away. 
You're no, working the no. you're working the sale, right? We work the property to maximize what we get for it. And and even the people are always surprised because their neighbors who, who might have come by and said, you know, we'll buy that for you for this much. And then we end up getting them considerably more than what their neighbor got or what they thought yeah. they would get. Why? Because we offer the exposure. And, you know, we offer a stress-free experience because we will do everything for you. You simply could sit there on the couch because you can't travel away. But, you know, sit there, relax, let us handle it all. We take the stress out of it. It's basically, uh, basically hands-free for you. And we get you more money for the property. Well, I'm no, going to so, hand out my phone number. Oh, yeah. Give me your phone number. Okay. Uh, I can be reached day or night, anytime, even late, late, late at night. Uh, 416-258-3972. Rick back with Royal Page Real Estate Professionals. We're here to help, Paul. That's what we do. Okay. No, but I also want to say, Rick, is that we actually down help. We take the stress out. There's a lot of people out there who say, oh, I can't do this. It's too much. We mm-hmm. take the stress out of downsizing. We will downsize the stuff in your house. We'll sell the house. We buy you another house. We'll move the stuff you still like from your old house to your new house. And right. we'll pocket a million bucks. And At right least. now, yep. you've worked all your life. There's no sense of squandering it away. There's a chance that like a million dollars, I know it doesn't go as far as it used to, but it's mm-hmm. still a lot of money. Okay? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Thanks, you know, Rick. Uh, people are becoming instant millionaires, definitely. All right. Take care, Rick. Have a good week. Okay, we guys. Have a, have a great day. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Thanks, Rick. We haven't done that feature. Things in your house worth more than your fridge or worth more than your house because we're talking about Elvis. You're not going to talk about that. Elvis, yes. So I picked up an Elvis autograph this week. And for people that don't really understand the authentication and slabbing process, so what they do is um, you can send these. There's uh, not really a good Canadian company for this, but there's two. No. There's three big ones in the U.S. that do um, authentication. The main ones would be Beckett, PSA, and JSA. So I picked up a Elvis Presley autograph this week because I – I've got to be careful even. I mean, it's so there's so many secretarials and his friend signed for him that there's a lot of Elvis Presleys. In fact, eight out of ten that I see are not real Elvis. So they tend to be phonies, especially if you're out like in the Vegas outside the backstage door. Elvis didn't. He was partying yeah. and drinking and chasing women, and he got guys to sign his autograph. But they were never thinking that you'd sell it, so they didn't think they were stealing off people. Yeah. But yeah. this one was actually done when he was in the military. And it's written to the non-commissioned officers' wives' club at the base he was at in Germany. And so that really helps authenticate. And then, of course, they send it to PSA. And if you want, you can get these slabbed. And they actually make them really presentable. So they're in a hard piece of plastic. They can't be open unless you break it. And then you've ruined the authentication. But it's a nice way to have them. And they sell for more when they're done this way because people like it that way. Well, I didn't know you were going to that. I was going to say that how you're an expert on this and that these things, you went, you bought this at an auction. I bought an auction. And sometimes you bought the wrong auction. I mean, you bought the right auction. The product is right, but you end up getting it cheap and you can sell it for more money. Right. And this is where I'm going to, you know, a lot of guys, they come back and they sit about, think about us. Here, who are these guys? Glenn and Paul. I mean, you're from Glory Days. I'm from uh, Toronto Gold Silver and Consignment Heroes. And what do we know, okay? Like, myself, I had the first card shop in Canada, okay? I had the first uh, card show in Canada. I had 
I've handled, in my first year, we were busy in 1970. I've handled 1,200 Gretzkys that year alone. Rookie Gretzky. Rookie Gretzky. Yeah. I probably handled more rookie Gretzkys than anyone else in Canada. I don't care what anyone else says. These all these lately guys. I was doing it back then. I uh, we had um, we made up the set, and in 1981 we did we did almost 15 million dollars in cards. Okay, but I come by this by touching like this week I saved somebody 500 dollars by finding two counterfeit Gretzkys. We bought some this week. We bought one for 1500. Another dealer offered 500. Now, there's two ways you can sell the Gretzky, like this is the one that you heard that would it sell for a million dollars? Yes, a million okay. U.S. And it brought a lot of um, attention to attention it. to this. But we know this. And in rock and roll, we're doing, uh, in rock and roll, um, we've been doing this for a long, long time. I have this is a live from the laundry room. Yeah, I'm going to talk about the cheese boutique for a minute. Talk, which I I was there shopping this week and uh, talked to Agam for a while, and actually he was very nice. He gave me his brother's book, his brother, um, who's actually a maitre fromager. So if you've heard of sommeliers for wine, this is the equivalent for someone who deals in cheese and. It, Afram is probably Canada's foremost expert. Expert, In fact, there's some uh, things out there. Uh, Oliver Bonaccini has raved about him. And his, his knowledge in this area is incredible. When I was there this week, I picked up my favorite cheese. I always get a Parmesan there. I get blues. I always get a couple of their specialty cheeses, which they have a lot. Many, many types of cheese. I pick up their dried salami and sausage. We went to the fresh butcher counter. And then I bought my fruits and vegetables. The stuff is impeccable. Everything is perfect. I got a question for you. They're at 45 Ripley Avenue. Stores open seven days a week. What's your question? Okay. So, I, you know how you give, if you're married five years, you get a, a diamond or something, you right. get anniversary presents? Yes. Are there anniversary cheeses? Yes. Like, yeah, which one do you want to know? No, if you were married 10 that's, years. That's a Gouda. That's Gouda. No, you can, if you're married 10 okay. years, can well, you get we'll a 10 year old We'll move on. We'll move on. No, can you get a 10 year old cheese from him? Yes, of course you can. What do you want? 38 year old? Whatever age you want. There's a 100 year old there in the vault. You got to go so in the vault. So they got these. So if you're, they have any cheese you want in the world. So this is a perfect anniversary gift. Well, I don't know. Some people would like more than cheese, but depends who you're married to, I suppose. Um, anyways, it's a great place. You won't regret going there. You can also order online. They're available at cheeseboutique.com as their website, or um, you can actually email as well, agam at cheeseboutique.com, and ask some questions if you want. But their hours are uh, basically nine to six, seven days a week. So it's well worth your time, and a lot of people that come to our office at 26 Ripley only for curbside pickup, but I've seen them walk down the street and go to the Cheese Boutique, and they walk away with their favorite collectibles and some fantastic foods. So, what did you want to talk about? Well, I was going to, be, I was going to slap us on the back and tell people how great we are. People are who is Glenn? We're Glenn, you know, Glory Day Sports. Talk about Glory Day Sports for one second, about your site. And what you know about rock and roll. Like, I know you've right. been to the Stones concert 78 times. Hey, how do you, that's pretty good. You actually know the number. No, I know that you didn't invite me once. Okay. Oh, I probably did. I suspect at least once out of those 78 times. Only 30 or 40 are in Toronto. But you know your rock and roll. I've been dealing in rock, I promoted rock concerts. I was in the oh. business. I did the police picnic, heat wave, 
We did the uh, Tragically Hip, their first major concert out at Carlisle, Portsmouth Park, which was when they had 25,000 people. They'd never seen that many people before. So, yes, I have a lot of stuff from that era, but I have a, a very extended network in the rock community, and that's where I get a lot of my great rock and roll items. Usually I go to all the rock shows and record shows. Of course, there haven't been any for a year. Yeah. So that's dried up a little pipeline of stuff for me. Some of the dealers have called me because I'm a much bigger dealer than everyone else. So yeah. we get calls from dealers all the time and just say, do you want to buy all our stuff? So if the public doesn't think we're a good place to sell to, when dealers are calling us and want to sell to us, you know we're a good place to sell to. And that's because we turn volume. We move the product out. We've got stuff being sold constantly, 24 hours a day. So that's why we're having the rock and roll auction. And what about this thing in Kitchener? So, rock and roll. yeah, it's the museum in Kitchener. They're hosting, um, it's only the second location it's been at. It's uh, the first time really a Big Stones archive has been on tour. It's called Unzipped. And it's actually all the original stone stuff right back to the early days, including a replica of the apartment they lived in when they all lived together and were writing some of their greatest hits. And that's starting uh, at the end of November this year. And they're going to have a store there where we'll be selling uh, vintage items. And if anyone comes in that's got some rock stuff, they can talk to people there. We give appraisals. We'll buy items off them. And, of course, even though the show is just stones, we buy all types of rock. Oh, yeah. yeah I heard that lady earlier talking about albums, talking about the big band era. Nobody cares. No. It really starts in that sort of uh, rock around the cloth, Bill Haley, Elvis Presley. And from there through till probably the early 80s is the sweet spot of rock collectibles, which is quite a period. We're talking, you know, 30 years. But people have this stuff in their basement. Yes. And they're not wearing that T-shirt anymore because when they They can't fit. Yeah, everyone says they shrink, and I said that too. And maybe they do shrink just sitting there, but boy, I'm a lot bigger than I was back then. My point here is, I want to start, is I am an expert on the sports memorabilia and the stuff that matters. You could have a million dollars. Like that Mickey Mantle sold for $5 million. 5.2 U.S., 7 million Canadian. I guarantee, without a doubt, that there are those cards in people's basements. Or your grandparents have more. There might be in the same Well, you'd know better than others that when they distributed those packs, a lot of them came to southern Ontario, they right? They came out to southern Ontario. If you had an unopened box, it would easily... Probably $10 million Wow, from that time period. And we're talking about the Gretzky. An unopened Gretzky box is worth hundred grand. i am going to give the numbers out again. Locally, we're at 416-360-0740. Out of town, 1-866-740-4740. Or you can text us at 416-580-9256. We're going to go to Margaret in Cambridge, who has some old bottles she'd like to talk about. Margaret? Hi. How are you? Yes, good morning. Um, I'm calling regarding an old uh, gold Schlager uh, bottle from Switzerland. It's snap, cinnamon snap with gold flakes in it. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, They yeah. still sell this at the liquor store. Yeah, they? yeah. They do? Yes. And these flakes are not gold. You can't melt them. If you like, dried up all the liquor and put these flakes into a little vial... It come out mm-hmm. to like a dollar, even though oh. even though it's gold, and you can't melt them because of they burn up. They're so thin, but oh. people still drink it. Liquor is uh, it doesn't age. What it doesn't matter how old it, is, it doesn't age once it's in the bottle. Okay. Oh, okay. People think that oh, this is bottled 1957. It might as well have been bottled yesterday, and it, but it's going to taste still good. 
but it doesn't age at all, not like a scotch or a rye or something like that. But oh, really? liquor, we can't sell it on... Here, here's an interesting point. I just looked it up, and it is still made, and you can buy it anywhere. In a oh, bottle okay. of, uh, of Goldschlager, this would be, I guess, a liter bottle, mm-hmm. there is roughly in Canadian dollars, there's $1 of gold in there, those gold flakes, which, mm-hmm. again, you can't melt them down, but in terms of how much gold they put in, it's a dollar. Okay, you have okay. to use Google to find that out, and I just told the customer that oh, out of my own brain. I don't even listen to you. I understand. You, did, you say the exact one dollar. I said, I can ask him. Did I say a dollar? You're very good. Okay, I'm, and I, I also have like perfume bottles. One is the Avon uh, giraffe. It's about eight inches tall. Okay, it's Avon. Old. People do collect Avon, but most of the bottles are under ten dollars. But okay. you, now, a lot of people, and they have this on their dressers. Uh, mm-hmm. the old perfume I love it. Are made by Baccarat. Go ahead. Pardon? What are you saying, Margaret? Yes. Hello? Yeah. Hello? Yeah, yeah we're here. here. Okay. So you're I'm, saying the older bottles. The older perfume bottles, people collect them. If they're even they're full or half full, we just sold some... Uh, Oh, okay. We sold a bunch of bottles for like $75 to $150 each. We got one collection that was sitting there, and they were about to throw them out. Wow. Okay. Now, the Avon, mm-hmm. the newer figure of bottles, there's a yeah. lot of sports ones that are okay. They're not yeah. worth a lot, but $10 to $20. They're, $10 to $20. It you know, could be Wayne Gretzky. could be this or that, various sports figures. So sports ones are better. I don't think a giraffe one would be worth no. maybe $5 if you're lucky, right? Yeah, these yeah, older okay. bottles can be up to thousands of dollars. Yeah, Avon will never get this out. You would need to see pictures to yeah. know. Yeah, I have a it's Carol C A R O N, and it's it's all gold uh, bottle, like metal gold bottle, and it's made in it was made in Montreal. It's very old, that I know. Is it glass and gold or no? No, it's a, it's a metal gold. The whole yeah, bottle is metal gold with gold. designs on it. Okay, it should be hallmarked in some It'll way, right? It'll be hallmarked. There'll on be something on to indicate that it is gold, real okay. gold. Mm-hmm. Like a gold lighter yeah. for two thousand dollars in gold. Gold plating is different. No, no, it's gold plated. Oh, yeah, okay. no, it's not the same thing at all, and it's not yeah. worth a lot, yeah. then, right? Anything mm-hmm. in gold? Okay. We're going to give out later in the show in about ten minutes. Hang on, that okay. we're going to be giving out the gold and silver prices per gram. This is for jewelry and costume jewelry because every we get. Every one of every three collections of jewelry that comes into our store for people appraising, they don't think it's there. We find gold and silver in them. Okay. okay. So I want people to listen. Right. Do we have another break? Yeah. After that, the break, yeah, we have I'm going to give the okay, gold and silver prices, and we have a couple more calls. Thank you, Margaret. Okay, thank you, Margaret. Okay, Margaret. You want to go phone number? I'll do it when we get back. We're going to break oh, right now. Oh, the number now. Okay. Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you, sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction held every month is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD. Place over a hundred vendors under one antique roof, all competing to give you the best deal. What do you think happens? 
The new Southworks Antiques in Cambridge, all 25,000 square feet, sat across the Grand River in Cambridge, selling antiques and nostalgia. The kind of neat stuff that has drawn Paul and Bogart here for more than 20 years. Passing through Cambridge? Stop by Southworks Antiques on Water Street and help yourself to free parking. You're going to be here a while. SouthworksAntiques.com. Let's make a deal. All right, we're back. We need some callers. We have one on the line, and we're going to get to in a second. You can reach us locally at 416-360-0740. Out of town, 1-866-740-4740. Text us at 416-580-9256. Just got it. Last night, a gentleman from Niagara-on-the-Lake sent me a text. He actually sent it through our, uh, our eBay site or no, sorry, our Google site, and uh, asked questions about a Beatle ticket that he had acquired. And he bought it. It was actually bought for him as a gift at Niagara-on-the-Lake, and it's for the 1964 show at Atlantic City. Now, any Beatle ticket, particularly North American ones, but even the ones in Europe, are worth decent money. And this was a full ticket, but it looks so good. I mean, when you know, when something looks too good to be true, you always got to be a little bit careful. And I looked at it, and I'm not 100% sure it's real, and this is something that people, if you are out buying these type of tickets, we'll get many of our tickets authenticated. We know the provenance and where they came from, but you've got to be careful because there's lots of phony tickets out there, particularly Beatles. In fact, there's a company that makes replicas of almost all their tickets and sells them like 50 of them for $40, and they say use them as bookmarks. Yeah. But I'm sure a few of these are sold after the fact as real tickets, unfortunately. And this gentleman's ticket. So what he's going to do, he's actually going to send it to one of the big U.S. authenticators. And then at least he knows if he has a real ticket or not. But I could only go so far on the phone to do 100%. It's hard to tell unless you have it in your hands. That's But we know usually, we can touch it, feel it, see it. Oh, then we know 100%. Then we know. Like this week I said, I saved somebody $500 from sending it to the authenticator because they're both fake. I said, these are fake. They keep your money. If it's authenticated... And ends up for authentication and is not right. You get your item back with a note that says that, but no money. You do not get your money back. We're soon, is it soon right after the border gets up that we'll be doing the JSA authentication up here again? Well, we're hoping, yeah. For sure we will be when it's open. We just don't know when that is. So if you've got autographs out there and you need to have them authenticated, even though you know where they are, if you're going to sell them or your kids are going to sell them or your grandkids are going to sell them, you need to get them authenticated now when we know the story. So cards are great to authenticate. Autographs are great. Photographs are great to authenticate. Um, There's all kinds of uh, other things now that they're actually slabbing and obviously comics. There's many, many things that, it really enhances value if you have a particularly nice one. If it's kind of beat up, unless it's so old and rare, maybe not the best thing. But the one thing you can do, which um, and we can arrange this for people. A lot of people bring stuff to us. And then we work with the authenticators because we have better yeah. contact with them. We deal with them. We get it done quicker, cheaper, and more to your benefit. And usually, a lot of times, you won't have to pay if it's no good because yeah. we can pre-clear that with them. But definitely... Giving authentication to us will work to your advantage. And then if you have an item that you still want to get authenticated, it's not that good a condition. They will authenticate it as authentic. Yeah. So if you're going to have something that's going to grade a one or two, don't ask for the grade. I tell yeah. people this all the time. I say, just say you want that authentic, which actually is a little bit cheaper. And it'll still come back saying it's an authentic item. 
but it's not graded. Graded is an additional cost, which only want to grade when you're going to get a high grade. So that's another reason why they should use up. Exactly. Now we'll go to the call. Okay, we've got Bruce, who's very close by in Etobicoke. He has a question on a Gretzky card. Go ahead, Bruce. Uh, good morning, uh, Paul and Glenn. Um, I'm phoning about a, a Beckett. Uh, it's graded an eight by Beckett, a Wayne Gretzky rookie. Okay. Here's the problem, and I'm, I say this. We have a grading company. Is that an Opeachy or top? Um, Opeachy. Okay, that's much better. Yeah, but Beckett is quite respected. But you'll, here's the problem. This is why, even our, using our knowledge, there's certain companies I will use for certain things and certain ones I won't. In the same way we use certain auction companies. Beck, if I had one, a Beckett, I mean, sorry, a Gretzky card, the only place I would send it is PSA. Because to get the money. Yeah, no, I take exception with that. Beckett would come very close. It's it's bigger in the States. In Canada, it's not as widely used. Is no it 10% close? It might be 1%. It might be the same. Okay. I mean, they get a lot of notoriety in uh, terms of pawn stars on the TV show and that. It's yeah. a pretty known thing. But what's the rough value of an 8 Gretzky slab? Is it slabbed or it is slabbed, right? Oh, gee, I'm not sure. Um, like, is it in a hard plastic case? Oh, definitely. And you can't open that case, correct? Not at all. I, I bought it. Like, where you are stationed at the big show, Glenn, I bought it from a guy on your aisle. Oh, yeah. And um, I, I I bought it about, oh, at least eight years ago for 800 Wow. Great move. You've made a lot of money. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Glenn. Well, now, but what I would, would you say roughly on I would eight. be graded. Uh, 20? I wouldn't. I wouldn't regret it. I think it could be sold like that for good money as an eight. I'm back in. So you, you could be 15 to 20,000. But Great. I would actually, I would, I would take a look at if they gave it that, if you put it up and get your number, you don't care. Yeah. So if, if you're happy at 20, and you try it. I mean, we could try and sell it for you, whatever, however you want to do it. You probably want to keep it though. But, uh, Anyways, you've, you've done very well on that card. It just shows the money that can be made putting away some of this stuff. Yes. Well, Glenn, uh, what I did was I bought a Gretzky years ago at the show, and one right. of the vendors there that Paul's not too crazy about, um, he said to me, I can sell it to you for what you paid for it because the Gretzky had dropped. It, like I said, I paid two grand and it dropped. It was around right. 1000 and it stayed there for a little while. And right. then I picked up one when it was starting to go up. I picked it one up for 800 and that's wow. fine. That's that's a real nice pickup. Yeah. Now here's what like I said, Glenn. Uh, we we don't always green everything, but uh, I would regrade it. I wouldn't. You could send PSA. Maybe you get a seven, seven and a half. You don't know. I know, but he's got an eight already. Okay. I just found there are different comic companies that I don't use that you get twenty percent or thirty percent less than the same grade. And the idea here, if you're selling it, is to get the most money possible. Now, without seeing the card, I'd love to see it. And you might think like, sometimes you get a card that's graded, you uh, you get overgraded. Sometimes it's under, you know. But it, but might, it is what it is. It is what it so is. So if you decide you want to sell it, we can definitely help you out, Bruce. Thank you, Glenn. Take care, buddy. Yeah, Hopefully goodbye. I see you at a show sometime whenever they happen again. Yes, definitely. I don't think there'll be one this May, but maybe the following November, maybe. I'm saying my prayers every night for it. 
Yeah. All right, we'll go to Liz in Burlington. She's got some old money she'd like to ask about. Hello. Liz? Hi, Liz. Hi. I have Bank of Nova Scotia, 1924, $10 bill. Okay. Imperial Bank of Canada, $10 bill. It's 1923. Bank of okay. Commerce, $20 bill. 19, I think it's 1917. Yeah, 1917. These are all really good bills. On, um, a lot of people don't realize that before the, 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 bank, the banks issued their own money. The CIBC, sorry, the Imperial Bank issued it. The Commerce Bank issued it. The Bank of Nova Scotia. The earliest, I think, was the Bank of Montreal. And it, it'll come down to condition. Your Nova Scotia, now, and also the size of the bill, because you got to remember, 1917, $20 was a lot of money. That was a month's pay, maybe more, okay? And a lot of people wouldn't put those kind of bills to the side. Do not take these bills to the bank. Absolutely not. Again, I say this because obviously you can take your $1,000 bills to the bank, but you should bounce them off the dealer first. These things here... If they can be graded, we should grade them. Or if you want to sell them, um, what we want don't want us to have a lot of creases or pinholes or pencil marks on them. Um, if they're in good shape, they can go up into several thousands of dollars. Really? Oh yeah. And now, um, will you take them from me at that price? Oh well, no. If it's worth two thousand, I'll give you one thousand. If it's worth five thousand, I'll give you twenty five hundred. If it's worth, you know what I mean. Um, we we have to make a profit. I'm not looking to retire today, but I'm not going <laughs> to offer you $10. Oh, my. <laughs> you know, but um, the bills out of this time period do not, and I can, I'm saying this to every single listener out there, do not take these bills. Anything that is before the queen, these all have kings, and queen, uh, kings on them, do not take them to the bank. Take them to us or take them to another place and get a second opinion. You should actually probably get two opinions on when you're selling these. We can give you a grade, and we can tell you approximately what they're worth and approximately what we'll sell them for. Okay? Now, what city are you from? Burlington. Oh, I'm down in Burlington once every five days. But Okay. Well, thanks for the call, Liz. No, that's, a good, that's a good call. No, yes. I want to get that out there, that people, they're telling people this money is worth nothing. That money is worth substantially more than the $10. Well, Sometimes that, people yeah. of the ones and twos are not worth as much, but you should still bounce them off your local dealer because we will always, any bill except for $1,000 bills, we will give you more money than the bank will in all cases, okay, or the same. Go ahead. All right, so we got a text in now. A gentleman's texted us something, and okay. uh, it's regarding cards he has. He has a Gretzky rookie and a Lemieux rookie. And uh, this is good advice for people. They're both framed in the way he likes to put it with Beckett Magazine, put it with other cards. Do not frame anything. I told him we can't do anything with these until we take them out of the frame and need to examine them. And then potentially, like we've been talking about, get graded or do whatever. Maybe they're not the condition they need to be graded. We can still find a home for them, but nobody's going to buy these in a frame. And if you've got items, I've had people before say, well, I got this framed up so I can sell it to you. I throw the frame in the garbage. Yeah. If it's a, a good item, if it's a terrible item, a, a frame, a $100 frame on a $20 item is worth $25. A $100 frame on a $5,000 item immediately goes in the garbage. So framing, I know we won't have any framing shops sponsoring us here, but 
it's never a good idea until you've showed it to someone. If you want to frame it for your own purposes, fine. You are not doing that to enhance the value in any way. Everyone's got their own idea. Oh, I only want that one piece out of it because I want to put it with something else I have, or it doesn't fit. I got to put a different size frame. That's not my color. I don't, we, uh, we bought a yeah. big Jose Canseco game used jersey in a big green frame. Nobody wants it the green frame. The frame we already throw it in the garbage. But I agree uh, with you. Oh, well, that's nice. not often I'm going to get to do no, that. That's very rare. But when people have bought stuff, we have no control of what they do with it. Right. It's like the person who spends two hundred dollars fixing their fifty dollars watch, or spending two hundred dollars to frame it. The gentleman also had one set of cards. I don't think it's, oh, it's not very good. Yeah, yeah. no, okay. four dollars. That's that. That's that the ultimate sports card hockey. Future sensation set is worth about five dollars, probably. Hopefully, it's Gretzky hasn't. They didn't do anything like mounted in a bad way. Or, no, it looks like it might be in cases. But anyways, they they have to be. If you are getting some frame, make sure they're very careful with it. Yeah. People can use the corners that used to use in photo albums. No, or, no, no, no. Yeah, they put those in. You slide oh, it in. But more not the ones just stick on it. Yeah. The ones where it just. I've had those before. You just do a slight bend and it pops right out. Okay. He's talking to the right guys. We've handled more Gretzky's than anyone else. We are, the, I'm not supposed to say this. And let me use. We are more than uh, capable. More than capable. I'm going to say real experts, but that's yeah, what we are. are. We are real experts. I have to get the golden silver price. Holy okay, God, go ahead. What happened to the show today? I know. Okay. Fast. 10 karat gold. Uh, remember about going out to your home hardware or Canadian Tire, get one of these little scales. How's gold done this week? About flat? Down. Down a little bit? Down. Okay. But and that's what people last week they said, Can I get last week's price? No, you can't. You have last to, week you could have. Last week you could have. All you need is a time machine. Uh ten karat gold is twenty six forty four. But this is important in case you have to sell it now. You don't care what it was, you don't care what it is. Uh fourteen karat gold is thirty seven dollars. Eighteen karat gold is forty seven fifty nine. That means if you've got one hundred grams of eighteen karat gold, I'm giving you forty seven hundred and fifty nine dollars. 22 karat gold is 58.17. I know I'm running out of time here. Now, silver right now, I didn't write down the silver prices. Oh, rats. There's somewhere here. Well, what's the oh. rough number if you've got oh, 366? $16 a gap per dollar. Wow. So if they bring any combination of dimes, quarters, halves, dollars, yeah. you will give them six. Is that what you'll pay them? That's what we pay. And $16 this, per dollar. And I've heard good. this more. Oh, that guy on radio, that's what he's telling you the prices. No, this is what we pay you. The other guys who are trying to say, oh, we pay the most. You can't get that price anywhere else. No, you can't. Now, and um, sterling silver is 75 cents a gram. Okay. And we buy 800 silver because some people say that's not real silver. It is silver. Okay. But this is important that these are the prices that Glenn and I will actually pay you. Okay. And if we're selling it, we're selling you maples. I'm selling you maples right now at $2,430, okay? If you save uh, $30 over my neighbor, the guy on the Internet, those prices, silver, gold, bull that I see on the Internet, out to lunch. they're out to lunch. It's like, holy cow. Maybe someone's got to pay for that Internet stuff, but right. that's paying too much. Because you pay more for gold and silver, it doesn't make it worth more. There is a world price on it. You can call us. We'll give you our price over the phone. We don't have to, you don't have to come down. I'd like you if you come down and sell it. We'll come to your house. But and if it's difficult, they could always drop to us in Toronto. We could get yeah. it up to you, whatever. Lens is so. 26 Ripley. We do curbside pickup. We do it at my store. You can mail it to us, and we'll mail you a check the next day. We'll tell you the price. Or you'll transfer. We can get them the money oh, very quickly. Oh, yeah, immediately. 
But the point is, is that we're professionals and we're not cutting corners this way. And those guys who say we're not paying this, I guarantee that Glenn and I will pay more than those guys who have the big chains that say we pay the most. We'll give you our number over the air. We will give you our number on the phone. And it won't change when you get into our shop, okay? Well, I, I know something I was talking to you about this week, and I told you I needed 3000 for it. As it turns out, the person didn't buy it. And I said, well, what did you quote at? 3300 There's nobody would operate off that low a margin. No. That's a very, I was very happy with that, to consign and get that low a margin. I know you can't do that. Some items take more work. That was an item he could have sold quickly if he had bought it. But your, your margins are very good. Yeah. And again, we're running out of show. And Emma, I'll talk to you. He got these on. I can't overemphasize the stuff in your basement. My favorite room in the house is the basement in the attic and the safety deposit box. Okay? They're all good. They're all they're all good. Some of the basement but to the sad old thing. Right. If you've got a particularly if you haven't had a flood. Hopefully it's a dry basement. Dry Water basement. is the great nemesis of memorabilia. Or if your house burns down, you lose two yeah, hours. But not many houses burn down, but floods in houses is very common. Or you throw out your computer. That's very two hundred twenty million dollars. Be safe. Have a great week. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.